Welcome, everybody, to the Building Ehrensburg podcast. I'm Thomas Ehrensburg. And I'm Catherine Ehrensburg. And today we are going to talk about a personal situation we're in, which makes it feel like when it's raining, it's pouring. And then ultimately where we want to go with all of it, uh, with our lives. (laughs) I know that sounds very generic, so let's get into it. Um, You guys, if you listened to our last episode of the podcast, it was about Callaway Gardens. It was an amazing week on vacation with the kids. We spent Mm -hmm. way too much money on the vacation, in our opinion. But we were like, dang it, we're going to do it. You and know, we did it. We had a lot of fun. And we did it, and we had a lot of fun. Uh, my iPad got stolen, yep. and that was not good. Um, and so that was weighing heavy on both of our brains. And I think mostly both of our brains, because if I had lost it myself, it would not have been weighing as heavy on your brain, I don't think. Maybe. I, I mean, I feel, I feel like I'm responsible. But for you feel responsible, yes. and so that's why it's weighing on both of our brains. So when you have two parents and one family preoccupied by that in the back of their brain, that's not good. So we get home from Callaway. The next day, our refrigerator breaks. Yep. Then our pool starts leaking. Yeah. Um, was there anything the else? The exhaust fan in that garage area. I oh, mean, it stopped. Yeah, it's so basically, we've just been going, at, you know, one thing after, it just seemed like every day, and then my phone broke, broke, broke. Yeah. Dropped you, it, screen cracked, and then the screen just blanked out. Yeah, it'd be one thing if the screen, you drop it, and it just cracks, and you're like, crap. Right. Yeah. It Dang. broke. Like, right. I'm going to, crack. Oh, yeah. Well. Oh, well, it's not in front of my camera. I use right. my phone for work every day, and I do a lot of Instagram videos and things like that, and that's part of the business. So I need the camera to not sure. be blurry and fuzzy. That worked fine, and then all of a sudden it stopped working. Like, yeah. just the screen stopped working. So, you know, $260 there, you know, $100 to maybe fix the pool. It may still be leaking. Anyway, it's just like cha-ching, cha-ching. Every day it just seems like something goes wrong, yeah. and it just feels so heavy. It just feels like what else? Like, what else could go wrong? Well, so, yeah. So, some of this stuff I feel like we've caused, I guess. Like, we we planned for the pool to get fixed. Yes. Which was a lot of money. Yes. We planned this vacation. Now, both of those things were planned way out. They don't feel good still. It does not feel good to spend $10,000 on a pool repair it, or replaster. It does not feel good for me to spend. It's just the, the status of spending money because that's my personality. Right. To feel that way. Um, I think the frustrating thing about most of the other things that have happened are that... They weren't things that needed to be repaired. They weren't like expected expenses coming up. They're all things that were relatively new. Our refrigerator's yeah. two and a half or three years right. old. There's no Shouldn't reason have for broken. That thing to break. Yeah. My iPad was less than a year. It means like six months old, maybe. Yeah. It got stolen. You um, know what's really interesting is that both of those things are such like convenience things. You know, like refrigeration. I mean, yeah, you need a refrigerator, but the reason it's, I think it's weighing on our minds so much is because we like, we use it every single day, you know. Like I don't think that's why it's weighing on my mind. It's weighing on my mind for the same way. It's weighing on my mind for two reasons: not the cell phone so much, but the other things are, especially the refrigerator. It's way too new to be breaking. Yeah, it's way too expensive of an item to be to be just like willy nilly replacing. Yeah, and then the thought of a part because I know this exists. The thought of the part and the repair costing more than it would for us to just go and buy a new one. Yeah, that's crazy. It really hurts my soul. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I mean, to think that that could go to the landfill or it's just ridiculous. Right. I know how long it's taking people to get appliances right now. I know how much they're costing. I know what the supply chain looks like. And all of it is sickening to me that, that a refrigerator that we've had for less than three years could break to the point 
that it would be put in a trash pile while meanwhile people are waiting 14 weeks yeah. for a new refrigerator. It's just yeah. the whole thing is just very ridiculous. And so all these things are breaking or not things that we were expecting to have to pay for. Sure. And ultimately I've had people DM me on Instagram and say, um, well, how are you continuing on with outdoor renovations? Because we're in the middle of a big outdoor renovation project right now, right. Um, which is costing a lot of money. And so their question is, if you're doing that, like most normal people, if if these things come up with the iPad and the cell phone and all these things, right. you need to stop one, stop these outdoor projects in order to... To focus on, on the ones that need to, to get paid for right now. Right. Yeah. And ultimately, the answer to that question is... We have, it's all paid for. We have the money to do it. Yeah. That doesn't make it hurt any less. For sure. people with with the financial outlook that we want to have, it's not about having the money or not having the money. It's about <laughs> things shouldn't be breaking. Things shouldn't be getting stolen. Like, it's just frustrating. Yeah. And so, you know, ultimately, it's not going to stop the project that we're doing. It just is a pain in the wallet. And what I wanted to get to ultimately where we're going, you know, with our lives, like what is our goal with, what, what is the point in making money, right? Like what, why do we exist yeah, that's in this been world? Yeah, a question you've been asking yourself a lot, I think, with your business. Yeah. I mean, more, I guess, looking at it from your business point of view, but. Yeah. I mean, people will say, you know, when you, ultimately, where do you want to go with your business? Like, what do you want to be able to afford? And you know what I thought of the other day that I want to be able to afford? Braces for our kids. We have four children. Braces yeah. ain't cheap. I would love to just be able to afford to put braces on our kids. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to afford to send them to college, the benefit, or, you know, whatever they want to do. If they don't want to, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to say to college. Whatever it is that they want to do. But be able to afford that so that whenever they graduate from, let's say it is college, they don't have the the debt that sure. so many Americans have that takes them decades to pay off so that they can start their life debt-free and get ahead. Yeah. I want to grow a business so that I can as oh gosh, what is her name? I can't think of what her name is. She's a um African American uh comedian. Mm-hmm. Stephanie no, Tiffany um Haddish. This is who it is. Tiffany okay. Haddish. She's all about talking about generational wealth. I was going to say I think I think where you're heading with this is the generational wealth. Yes. Generational wealth. Like I want to be able to produce that for our children and for our grandchildren. Yeah. So ultimately, that's where I'm going. So you know how you get wealthy? You don't pay $100 <laughs> yeah. for the pool pump to get fixed when the pool just went in, or, you know, the pool pump just went in when we moved in three years ago. Yeah. Like, when you save pennies, you make dollars. What is, what is the famous saying? Um, a penny saved and yes, a penny earned? Yes. That's exactly right. Yeah. People go, oh, I know so-and-so lives, you know, my mother-in-law, she's got, a, they got millions of dollars and they dress in like Walmart clothes. You know how she got her millions yeah. of dollars? By shopping at Walmart. By shopping at That's Walmart right. or yeah. wherever, you know, wherever the cheap places, thrift stores, like yeah. all into that. And, and I, I have been my whole life. We do that though. We do that. I mean, we've, everything that breaks for the most part, I will say one of the frustrations I have with the refrigerator is it's one of the first things in a very, very long time that I have not been able to fix on my own. Yeah, and what's crazy is that I have con- we have both been conditioned where it's like, yeah, Thomas will just fix it. Right, something breaks, you we'll know? figure it out. We'll make it, <laughs> uh, I'll fix it. Yeah, yeah. So, is, I mean, the refrigerator, it's such a complicated system. Even your dad, who knows a lot about fixing machinery, mm-hmm. when I was talking to him about fixing the refrigerator, he has fixed 
one of his refrigerator. Well, it's not really his. Someone gave it to them because it wasn't working. Guess what, guys? And he toyed around with they, it. <laughs> they they take things off trash piles and they fix them. And that's how they've yeah gotten money. I just, anyway. So anyway, he was saying that's the first refrigerator he's ever learned how to like really fix mm-hmm. by doing all the things that. And so he, you know, it's kind of funny. He had just done that. And then our refrigerator break, refrigerator breaks. So he has all these ideas for me to try. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for us, that. This is sort of another layer of their whole refrigerator saga is that it's under warranty. And so I really can't start you toying can't touch around it. with it now. Right. If the guy comes here this week and tells us, oh, sorry, you're going to have to just toss it out, then okay. Sure. Then we're, we're going to work start. on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do all the things we got to do. Tinkering with it. Yeah. And so, you know, we've talked about that before in previous podcasts that that, that is how we deal with not having either have time or you've got money, but you usually don't have right. both. Right. So, yeah. so generally you have learned how to do the hands on things. I have learned how to do the hands on things that we do for ourselves in order to save ourselves money on, on repairs and all yeah. kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is how you build, that's how you build wealth there. If, if we were living our lives like a typical American does and you were a school teacher and I was a small business owner, we would not, I don't know what we would be. We'd be living in, well, everybody lives in debt, right? We would all be living in major, major debt. Um, And so we are trying to still live in those same parameters and be able to build a savings account and build wealth. And so I think most people, when I was getting those DMs, people were, I had to wrap my brain around where they were coming from. Yeah. Because where they were coming from is... Okay, if you have the money to do the outdoor project and you have the money to do things, what are you complaining about? Yeah. And it's like, ultimately, I'm not complaining. My Instagram is all about just showing people what we're going through, you know? Yeah, this is our life. Here's what's going on. Because I can tell you that ultimately, I know that we are healthy and we are safe and that is all that matters. Sure. That's it. Um but when it comes to money, I don't care that I have the money for it. We talked about that with vacation or buying whatever. Yeah. We don't buy things because we have the money to do them or we don't go on vacation. Just it's, because. It's not, not, well, no, I, I was going to say it's not about we can't afford it, right? We've had that conversation before. Right. It's not about being able to afford it. It's about wanting to afford it. Right. And it's always frustrating to me when something breaks or fails that we put good, hard-earned money into mm-hmm. and then it it fails before it should yeah, or gets stolen or, you know, whatever, whatever happens to it. And so, um, I just thought that was worth talking about, um, how, how we look at things, even though we can afford them. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny because although the pool was super expensive, um, what's the other thing that was super expensive? I feel like there's two. Anyway, the one, the <laughs> the one that... The flooring we're about to be putting in yeah, our outdoor space. Although those are both really expensive, like thousands of dollars. The one that really, really chaps our hide is a refrigerator. It's like $1,000 probably. Yeah, and then an iPad that's $1,000. So, like, and of some all of, them, of the things, those are the two cheapest things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, the super expensive things were kind of like, oh, well, like, we were... The vacation and the... Like, we were planning for those, in whatever. Even yeah. though they're super expensive. But these two little things... I know it's kind of relative, but they're cheap compared to the other Yeah, two. and I don't know if it's because they were unexpected. We weren't planning for them, you know? Yeah, I think that's a big part of it, too. And we know we can't plan for everything. You can't plan for someone to steal your stuff. Sure. And then, you obviously, you can't plan on, on appliances breaking down. And 
After two and a half years. After having them for two years, right. But I will say the other thing, too, is that, you know, these things are split between a business expense and they're split between, you know, in a personal expense. So the iPad's a business expense. Right. Um, So I buy another iPad, but, you know. It goes against your business's bottom line. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it hurts the same. It doesn't matter. Ultimately, it it hurts nonetheless. Right. Um, But luckily, we have kind of like two pots of money to pull it through. I mean, I don't don't know if that makes it any better or not. Yeah, I don't know that it does. I mean, mentally, it it definitely doesn't. Mentally, I mean, it still carries the same. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I'm earning. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm earning the money. Um, And the other thing, too, is just the stress and anxiety of having it on a list of things to do. Like, you know, you feel like you're checking checking a list of things, right? And then when something else comes back, when you've completed something, Mm -hmm. like, check, got that iPad last year, like, bit the bullet, got the nice iPad Pro. With all the accessories. With all the accessories, the Apple Pen, the screen cover, like, I'm going to protect this thing. You get all this stuff. And then six months later, I got to do it all over again. And it's like, now it's back on my stress list of not only, like, was it taken, but also just the stress of, like, is back on my to-do list, mm-hmm. you know? And the same thing goes for the pool. It's like, we don't know why the pool's leaking. We know that it's losing right. water. And so you're thinking, it's in the back of your head constantly. Yeah, you thought it was checked off. I just want to check it off. It's done. Yes. Move on to the next thing. Yes. But now it's not done. We. It just feels, <laughs> it feels like we can never completely check things off the box. That yeah. there, or check the box off the list, I guess I should say. Um, where they're just done. And you don't have to maintain home ownership, you guys. People, we are living in a world right now where everybody wants to own a home. (laughs) I don't know who, I don't know, is there like a homeowner organization or something like that? I'm sure there probably is. We're like, it's like. We should have bought the home warranty that came with our house. Oh gosh, don't get me started on that business. Someone (laughs) asked me the other day if we had a home warranty and I'm like, no. Here's the thing. Even if we did, so we would have a warranty on that refrigerator that broke that has a warranty. So it would have done us. No, when, you should when, tell them how you used to work for a warranty place. Oh my goodness! So that was fun. That did come up. That um, has come up because someone asked me if we had a home warranty, and Thomas is like, "Those things aren't worth the paper that they're you know written what it on." Was? When you called, when you called the company, they said, "Well, do you have an extended warranty?" And as soon as I heard that phrase, I was like, "Man, that takes me back." <laughs> hey, me no, back we don't buy extended warranties. So I think we've talked about this before. We've talked about all the different jobs I had as a kid growing up. One of them was I worked at a car warranty place. We sold we. <laughs> I, I didn't, you weren't a salesman. I wasn't a salesperson. You, you received complaints, I think, they, right? You're in the claims they department. They sold um, extended warranties. I was in the customer service. Oh, I'm sorry, not like claims. If you called the 1-800 number, you were getting me or one of the people that worked in my office. And you know, I had this script that I followed, and it reminded me so much of when I was talking to this lady that worked mm-hmm. for the you warranty You could just see company. her reading yeah. off that script. Yeah, I mean, it was the same <laughs> thing. What is your, what's your policy number? How long have you owned it? Do you have the receipt? Like, all these the basic questions. And then tell me what's wrong with it. Because I knew when I worked at that warranty place, when the old tell me what's wrong with it, well, the mechanic said it was this, and I knew. Yeah. I, I knew what was covered and what yeah. wasn't covered. And so, very rarely... Did I field a call that I actually sent to our claims department? It's mm-hmm. so like I was that first line of defense, I guess. Mm-hmm. If it was something that was covered, I would send them to claims, and then claims would handle them getting it fixed. They would probably but def- almost always it was it was this that was broken. Oh, sorry, that's not we covered. We don't cover it. Shocking. And so that's what I feel like is going to happen with this refrigerator. They're going to send a repair guy over. After we haven't had a fridge for, oh, at that point, it'll be like a week and a half. 
and he's going to show up, and he's going to look at two or three things. And, oh, sorry, I know you have the warranty, but this part that always breaks <laughs> is not under is not under the warranty. warranty because that's we how only, it was with it with the car warranty. Yeah, they only cover at. the things that probably will never break. Yeah, and they know it. Yeah, so that's that is one of my worries that when this guy shows up this week to to take a look at the fridge, he's gonna he's gonna find out what's wrong and tell us that it's not covered and. This whole time we could have just worked with some other repair, local repair company. That would and have- if you're thinking, look, if you guys aren't super worried about money and you want your your refrigerator back, why don't you just pay a repair person to come and fix it? We tried. They won't work on this refrigerator because right. of the warranty issues and they don't want to get sued. So yep. it's it's a real mess. And um, so we don't want to dive into too many details about our, our <laughs> appliance woes and all the other things that are going on. But... Just know that we we have our priorities straight. We know what's important in life, um, and we're focusing on those. We just, we have big goals, and it, sometimes it just feels like we're getting knocked back. Yeah, and I think you put it right. I mean, when it rains, it pours. Two of the things that we've spent money on recently, we were expecting to pay of course. thousands of dollars for. And then these, you know, right as we get back, or really while we were on the trip, the iPad gets stolen the refrigerator breaks, the pool is leaking. It's just like, <laughs> like we came back and, you know, yeah. you, we spent all this money and we come back it's like, hey, by the way, here's more here's stuff, more stuff to, yeah, yeah. to spend money on. It had this, not that it would have been necessarily any better if it had happened a month or two from now. It would have felt but, a little more spaced out, you know? Although I don't know if that would have felt any better. Again, it comes back to the fact that it was relatively new stuff breaking or getting stolen, not right. old, broken down. Like if if we'd had a 20-year-old refrigerator and you knew it was on its last leg and it finally gave up the ghost, you'd be like, all right, it's time. Yeah. Um, Which is but, how our dryer is right now. Our dryer don't even cutting out. Please do not. Do not even talk about the dryer. We're not, we love you, dryer. You're doing so good. <laughs> it is doing good. I think we fixed it just You're by doing moving so good, girl. You've been drying so well for probably 30 years now. I yep. bought it used... <laughs> I bought the washer and dryer used at various estate sales, I think, over time. And um, what's funny is I'm hearing now from people, oh, I hate my front loader washing and washer and dryer. Like, those were so popular. Do you remember that? Everybody the front had the, load washer? Yeah, they had their yeah. matching red or gray Samsung. Mm-hmm. Like, for all whatever. All the buttons. All the buttons. So Gener- Generally, if you have more buttons and screens, it's a bad situation. Good, y'all. This, our refrigerator has, I don't even know how many computer chips in the back of it. It has a huge motherboard on the back oh of it. Gosh. We don't we don't need it. We no. do not need it. But it's like a car. Like you can't get around it anymore for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Like our refrigerator connects Wi Fi. Why? Why on earth do we I need for know. our refrigerator to, to to connect Wi Fi? It diagnoses itself, which, which by the way it didn't do. <laughs> it did not. You press the diagnosis you hit the button. The diagnosis. It says everything's good. Yeah. It's a little warm in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> That's cooling. the only error message is that it was warm in the refrigerator. Keep the door closed is what it told me. Oh, man. Anyway, I was going to say, oh, so back to back to home ownership. Everyone talks about how great home ownership is. I think that that is some sort of like paid for by the American Homeowner Association or something because they make home ownership sound so great. And I know a couple of people who are buying homes right now and um, we started talking about it and I said, well, you know, have you started thinking about this and this and this and you're like oh no you know yeah they make i don't it, want to buy a house anymore Thanks yeah a lot. well it may, you make it sound like oh well renting would cost me a thousand dollars a month and buying this house will only be eight hundred dollars a month i'm right. saving i'm like well you know there's property taxes and there's insurance there's and a massive down payment you there's have to a make. massive down payment you have to make and you have to cut the yard and you have to when stuff breaks you have to fix it right like <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where all these glossy ideas about all this stuff come from. Well, but because then you feel like it's yours, I think, at the end of the day. Look, like, we would never you do it. feel like it's your house? I've never lived in an apartment. I've right. never lived in a rented... Well, I've lived in college, you know, like... But as an adult, you But it was never, on campus. Right. Yeah, I've never lived in an independent apartment by myself, you know, in adulthood. Yeah. And so, I don't know that we would ever rent an apartment. I don't know if that's... Maybe we would love it. Maybe we would, with four really? kids no. at this point in our Gosh, life. No. <laughs> Your aunt and uncle had an apartment as you know, adults recently. That might, be, that might be okay for us, but our neighbors would hate us. You I mean, think about how many times that door, that front door opened this morning. Yeah. Probably 50. Yeah. I mean, if we had neighbors above us, below us, next to us, that door constantly opening and closing <laughs> and the kids yelling, and <laughs> it would not be pleasant for our neighbors in an apartment complex. Yeah, absolutely not. Anyway, definitely if you're a person who is thinking that everybody else is buying a house, it must be a great idea. Let me do it too. It's not. Be practical. I mean, it's... It, it's for certain people, I guess we should say. Yes, absolutely. I just, I don't want anyone to think that something is for them just because everybody else is doing it, yeah. or seemingly everyone else is doing it. Right. Just because you see it in the open doesn't mean that that's what everybody else is doing. It usually means that that's what the extremes are doing. Everybody else in the middle is just hanging tight. Yep. Being what they are. They are not the squeaky wheels. You only hear the squeaky wheels on the either side of a situation. So in case it wasn't clear, when I mentioned earlier that we were planning for these projects, that includes saving money for them, setting setting money aside right. well, for having them. A, having a plan to save the money too. Yes, you know? yes. Not just saying, oh yeah, we're going to do this in the future and then... No, this is like we are setting aside X number of dollars right. from Because we know paychecks. it's going to cost X number of dollars mm-hmm. to make sure that we can make both, both for the pool and for the vacation. Yeah, uh, in the outdoor space. You know, even this vacation... We had talked about doing this for probably two I don't years, know, a few years. I mean, it, it feels like it's been a few years when you first mentioned it. I don't, I forget where you had heard about it. Some friends, maybe. some of my mom's group friends. And when you <laughs> said, when you told me about it, I was like, man, that would be awesome. At the time, though, all of our kids were very young. Yeah, like four. I think this was four. You know, like we would probably enjoy it, but I don't know that our kids are old enough to where they would get something Maximize, out of it. Yeah. And I think we had forgotten about it for a couple of years. And for whatever reason, it came back up at some point, maybe last year. Mm-hmm. And we decided, let's do this thing. And and now the, the families that we went with are like, you guys going to come back next year? I was like, if you guys see us in Callaway, you will know in 2021, you will know that uh, my business did yeah, pretty well. Say, your business had to have a really good year like it had last year. Like real, real, real good. In order for that to happen. So we can't say yet. I think they go ahead and book their cabins like as they're leaving. Like their checkout. Yeah. As they're che- checking yeah. out. <laughs> can go in and uh, book for next yeah. year. Yeah. We can't plan that far. Not for a vacation. Right. And honestly, there might be something else that comes up that we want to do instead. Sure. I, I envy people who can do the same vacation 15 years in a row and be okay with it. <laughs> you can't do that? I don't think so. I've thought about that. Like how many years in a row could we do Callaway? But here's the thing. I'll say this. I am a creature of habit. I probably could do, like, if I knew that that was, like, that was my scheduled vacation. But it's your only one, guys. We don't take hardly any vacations ever. And if that, like, it'd be one thing if you took three or four weeks a year and did various different things and Callaway was your one consistent. Right. But if that's our only vacation that we take. Sure. For years and years and years. something different every time? Not every time, necessarily. Maybe on, like, a five-year rotation I could handle. 
but I don't think that I would want that to be my one week away every single year. Not yeah. because we didn't have fun, but just because There's you start, stuff you start to know what to expect. And yeah, I want to go do other stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. You guys bookmark this if you see us in Callaway next year. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, Catherine did so good. Yeah, she must have had a good year last year. She's back. <laughs> and we say that, of course, because, you know, my business has the flexibility to increase and grow. You are on a salary right. and love your job and love, you know, what you're doing, football coaching and all that. So, I'm, you know. But if, if I became a better math teacher and football coach, I'm not getting paid. You're not getting paid anymore. A lot no. more than I got paid when I was not a good math I'm teacher I'm kind of the, the linchpin and the salary or the income situation here. Right. No pressure, except for that ultimately is the pressure is that, you know, when things break and things, whatever, I'm like, oh, i got to do this more landscape plans. <laughs> oh, yeah. i got to <laughs> get it. broke. I need some more jobs. Jeez. Oh, Gotta, I mean, that's what it feels like for me. That's that's the pressure that I hold. So, again, back to things you, that yeah. I mean, you'd put that pressure on yourself, but if if you weren't doing that and our fridge broke, like we would still get it fixed. Yes, know? but I always put that stress on myself, and that's that's another thing too. Is that everyone makes business ownership sound real sexy? You guys, it's the most stressful thing. But I wouldn't trade it. Yeah, you could not work. I mean, you just said you couldn't do the same vacation every year. Oh my gosh! I think <laughs> I, I really do think you that we do the same exact job there every is, single day. I think we talked about it before, but in 2019, my business was making zero dollars. I had hired my first employee, and I was basically working to pay him. Right. And at the end of the year, I cried because I said, "I don't think I can go on anymore." Yeah. And and you thought you're gonna have to let him go. The yeah, I thought I was gonna and then shut the door. Yeah, I was gonna shut my doors. And I remember you said. Um, so I'm crying at that point. And you said, it's okay, Cap. You can always go back to work. You can always get a, a nine to five job. That was your motivation. And then I started crying more because <laughs> there was no, I mean, the thought of that for me, like I will work a thousand times harder to keep my own business <laughs> and work yeah. for myself. It's not that I wouldn't work hard for somebody else. I just thought of it as. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then I cried more and I got a liar, a liar, a liar. <laughs> fire lit under my rear end and um 2020 was a really good year um i know it was really rough on a whole lot of people but it was it was very good to me so um i was able to hire another employee we're doing great and uh the thought of having a nine to five really just keeps me going even when the refrigerator when you wake up you're like you know what i don't have to go to work for somebody today (laughs) work for myself and therefore i will do it and that just keeps you going. Yeah. I mean, the, every and the generational wealth thing, the fact that I do have the flexibility to earn, the, the what I earn is up to me. Yeah. I like that. Ultimately, yeah. for better or for worse, I like that. That's not for everybody either. No. I don't know that I could do that. I mean. Do you think it'd be stressful? Like the pressure of it or what about it do you think that you, is not for you? Um, I'm. I'm very much a creature of habit, and so I would I would need to build those systems. systems yeah. yeah, like I would have to build a lot of systems. Like for me right now, you know, from August to May, I know exactly what my schedule is every single day. It's a system that's built for me, <laughs> and so I, I can excel in that system mm-hmm. because it's built, and I know I have 30 minutes to do this, and I'm going to hammer something out in 30 minutes or you give me a task and you gave me, I like, there are parameters to the task being done a certain amount of time to a certain level of quality and I can get it done. 
if I had to build all of those systems on myself, it's not that I couldn't do it, but I think I'd really struggle. Mm-hmm. I think I'd struggle with that a lot until I got all of those systems built. And unfortunately, the, you know, the experience of having to go through that would probably make me quit. Yeah, because I mean, you work it. hard. You're a very hard worker. Yeah, I just, and you're dedicated to whatever I mean, I think it is you decide the other thing you're going to do. Is, I mean, experience. I would ha- I would fail a lot doing. I'm, I mean, you failed a lot too as you go through your business. You act like it's over. You failed. You're I, never going to yeah. fail again. I mean, I think that 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 the failure <laughs> would have been too fail. much of an, a discouraging thing oh that I would have just gone back to. Just give me my regular schedule so that I can be successful again. Yeah. I'm also a big process person. I don't know if you are or not, but I don't I don't thrive on the goal at the end. I thrive on the process to get there. Yeah. Like, I like to climb the mountain. I don't really care about when I'm at the top of the mountain because there's right. another mountain for me to climb. Yeah. You just like climbing. I like climbing. Yeah. I would say I'm the same way. I'm, you would. I, yeah. I don't, you know, as, as a coach, whether we win or lose games, I'm kind of just like, meh. Let's get to practice. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell your kids that, guys. I don't, whether we win or lose today, let's go back we and do some practice more practice. On let's go. <laughs> All right, guys. So that's our chit chat for today. Hopefully, you guys have a better picture of how we kind of form things up. What stresses us out? What's uh, what's all going over here at Casa de Aaronsburg? Because um, I think I think it's good to talk about it, and I think that we're gonna be fine, you guys. Everything's gonna be fine. This too shall pass. Yep. If you guys listen to previous episodes, this too shall pass. It's going to be okay. Um, it's just always like little bitty setbacks that feel gigantic when they mount into four or five, six things all at all one time. All at the same time. Yeah. yeah. It feels it feels like a lot. So anyway, if you have any questions or comments, you can um, email us at buildingarensburg at gmail.com. You can send us a message on Facebook or on Instagram at buildingarensburg. And until next time, bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.